0: Back to life, back to reality, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Manchester City were superb and Arsenal are back on the wagon. It's Monday 4th of January. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim
1: Campbell. And I'm Pete the Hitman (laughs) Hartley-Pool.
0: Happy New Year, one and all. It's the (laughs) Football (laughs) year. (laughs) Etc. Good to see you, Laddos.
1: Yeah, it's great. Great to be
0: back. Yes, we've left 2020 behind and all its problems, and now we don't have any of those
1: problems. Everything's fine.
2: Everything's normal. (laughs) We can all go around doing whatever we like. (laughs)
0: French kissing. (laughs) Yep. Oh, don't start that again. Don't start that again. (laughs) Crying out loud, Peter Donaldson. (laughs) Uh, I tell you what, lads, there was a lot of action on the weekend. So much. much too much action
1: yeah would not get it in my head what would you rather didn't happen you <laughs> said so there was too much action <laughs> I'd like the Newcastle United performance struck up from the record please if that's okay, okay. <laughs> that's every
0: weekend that's though. every weekend though yes it is it is indeed <laughs> um, Jeremy, I'd, I'd like to start with, with Manchester City the sleeping giant. Um, <laughs> they, uh, they would. Uh, are they going to win the league? They was absolutely superb uh, at Stamford Bridge. I know much has been made about Chelsea's uh, shortcomings or Frank Lampard's shortcomings, perhaps. But when Manchester City play like that, oh my goodness! Yeah, they
2: really were back at their best. Weren't they? Oh, and they there's, were. There's not really much you can do about it, mm. like when they're on that sort of form. Like obviously, in the in the first half, they were brilliant. They scored three times and. Uh, really, really dominant. But for me, the, the second half was just as impressive. It's like, well, you know, let's not exert ourselves too much, but let's, uh, let's make sure Chelsea don't score by not letting them have the ball at any <laughs> single point. <laughs> it's absolutely
0: unbelievable. Yeah, what did you think, though? The, the more sort of Manchester City get... Is there a correlation, perhaps? Because the more the intensity is raised with Manchester City's performance on the pitch, the more relaxed... Pep Guardiola's fashion (laughs) seems to be getting. Is he being disrespectful to the Premier League and the nation of Britain
1: with his <laughs> sartorial choices, Peter. He's, he's going to be wearing a bin bag soon, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. I'm not forward to it. But City started really slow, I thought, and sort of sucked Chelsea in a little bit, and they mm. thought, oh, we're up, for the, we're up for the cup, lads! And then they went, ha-ha, we're not really, we're going to absolutely bum you. Lovely yeah. old job. I, I mean, you know. Going to bum them. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did bum them. They did bum them. Yeah, and they were up for the
0: cup as they well. They were up yeah. for the cup. I haven't heard that you never hear that anymore these days, do you? <laughs> like when you used to have a caption of a footballer doing a knee slide celebration and the caption would always say, knee he does it.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's oh, maybe you I just don't read that. tabloids anymore. I'm sure those yeah. things yeah. are still there. Let's
0: bring them back, Jim. Mm. No, they
2: haven't gone anywhere, sadly, Marcus. They uh, like, are still ruining society. Yes. Um, but Phil Foden um, obviously oh, yeah. gets a lot of praise. But one of the things I really love about him is how good he is when he's not necessarily facing the direction he's playing in. His mm. goal was a great example of yeah. that. He's just—he's <laughs> like—it's like he's like. Like, his spine is 360. Like, he can swivel in any direction. He's an incredible player. Well, I think that
0: someone once described... I think it was Adam Lallana in his heyday. um, As Lallana won't be pleased to hear me say in his heyday. But you know what I mean. He was... uh, was, Obviously, he's playing for Brighton now. But when he was kind of in the thick of it at Liverpool. And they said he's a wonderful 360-degree footballer. Mm. And I think that Foden, who, you know, you would say has... Uh, more potential to go on and be, be a better player than the Lana was um, Not compa- that, the comparisons of the two end there it was just a, a description I remember and that's it I think what you're saying there Jim is that Phil Foden he is that 360 degree football he seems to be aware of everything that, yeah. th- that's mm-hmm. going on and we saw this many times with the number of players that Guardiola has produced its, or, or brought through at Barcelona and whatnot and we, and we had big hopes for Foden we used to say well, bloody play him Yeah. but if, if it goes right for Foden which every time we see him it seems to be doing that that very patient um, uh, approach that, that Guardiola had. And to be fair to Foden, he had to be patient as well. You know, he could have yeah. gone off and it has worked for people, like Sancho being one of them. You know, some mm-hmm. some some people do, do need to go. But if it does work, he has to take immense credit um, because he's getting performances out of him every time he, he, he plays, you know, which is, which is quite wonderful. Um, uh, I mean... Pep got. A look. He also said that uh, we played like we did two seasons ago. He was absolutely purring. Yeah. Was old Pep, But and with a slightly right. better defence, you would probably argue, no? Yeah, well, mate. I mean, I I think d- two seasons ago, were was that. There, that was the, a hundred point season, wasn't it? The, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. talking about when they, you know, won the domestic treble yeah. and all, all that kind of stuff, and they were very, very dominant. But they did. They, they, they looked absolutely brilliant. But what's going wrong with Chelsea, Peter? What's going (laughs) wrong there? As Peter Drury on Com said, the lamp in Lampard has gone off. Now the (laughs) Stamford Bridge is
1: in darkness. Oh, dear. Yeah. Lord, he's a dude. fine
0: man Peter Drury <laughs>
1: okay. yeah, why? We, all that, we all make mistakes we all make mistakes I think fundamentally this is a project for, for for Chelsea they don't want to be that club <laughs> now for Frank Lampard, for Frank Lampard. <laughs> well this is a project yeah. for Frank Lampard it's like an airfix kit isn't it yeah. like, just everything's di- in, just it's a, i have just doing
0: projects but now. it's
1: in reverse he's kind of dismantling everything <laughs> he's dismantling the plane um, but I mean this is supposed to be a long term plan for, for Chelsea Abramovich um, they kind of made it clear that they didn't want to kind of be mm. hiring and firing at managers all of the time because mm. it seems to be uh, the more popular clubs maintain a relationship with their manager for yes. longer than six yes, yes, months. Yes, yes. But I mean, they, they, they've signed a lot of players and they put like five or six yeah. players in, in, in one side. Mm. That is going to ruffle a few pe- feathers uh, in the squad anyway. Mm. Uh, and B, Lampard has to accommodate all these people. And it, it, to be honest, there's players like Aspilicueta and, 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 and Conte who, who just look really slow at the oh, moment. It's, really what was that it's about? It's sad, isn't it? Like, I mean, you see
0: Raheem Sterling. I mean, Raheem Sterling is obviously... One of the quickest players mm. in the league, so it's not exactly, you
1: know, yeah, it's not like Lewis Dunk running away from him. Do you know what yeah. I
0: mean? Um, no disrespect to Dunk, of course, <laughs> scored a lovely goal, but um, uh, but yes, it, it was strange to see, mm. see Ngolo. Getting done like that, but then you defend think, but, like that. I mean, it's odd to see any team be so open at the mm. back.
2: Kante just doesn't look like the player that we we've we fell in love with, does he? Unfortunately, mm. he just looks very very average. Perhaps it's the system he's playing. Do he almost looks like a poor man Sissoko at the moment. Do you think he's <laughs>
0: finally got tired? Like Maybe all that's it, the yeah. it he's kind of like. Oh, yeah. This isn't I, normal. This is what it feels like. Yeah. Like Wolverine. You know,
2: yeah, he went to sleep once and he's not been able to get back to that level.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I just don't understand why they've given this project, this long term project that requires mm. a lot of moving parts to a manager who had one good season of the championship. It's his dissertation, just, isn't, just, isn't just, it? just season. had one no. season. Luca said he's Tim
2: Sherwood
0: with A levels. Perhaps this is
2: his dissertation and it's
0: going absolutely terribly. Yeah. so but I, I think I, Luke did quickly put put that on our uh, Ramble WhatsApp group, didn't he? Just put A levels. He did, he did. <laughs> I think, remind us all. <laughs> there's an argument as well
2: that perhaps Chelsea have maybe been too impatient. They wanted Lampard because of his history with the club, but they they thought one season at Derby was maybe mm. enough. And like this, I mean this could set his career back massively, obviously, if he does get fired, and there's yeah. talk that they're already looking at lining mm. up replacements, and you know how Chelsea operate when that yeah it, when that talk starts to, box happen, of facts it, to, it to happen. Chew on. Come yeah. on. <laughs> but it's all it's a shame because there's talk that it, within the dressing room sort of, you know, there's you know, factions and whatnot, and it's all kind of uh, maybe a little bit of an unhappy camp, and probably because, as you've alluded to, so many players coming in for but, big but, money but as well. Also, but
1: also, after every match, Frank yeah. Lampard seems to be slating his yeah, team. Absolutely. They're not working hard enough, yeah. they're not They're not playing yeah. for me, and so, like, they're not playing for the team. It's just like. That's your f- job, mate. Oh, how yes. many times do managers come out and, and 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 have three or four matches where they slate the players for their work workload and, mm. and, yeah. and how much how much of the, the front three uh, at the weekend just mm. weren't working? They weren't. They, they weren't they, working back at all, they, which which put so much more pressure mm. on the midfield, and and yeah. and they got overrun.
2: And they they weren't getting a sniff, were they? Mm. Perhaps perhaps you're right. Perhaps part of that is because they weren't coming back in to help themselves. But I feel like. I do have sympathy for Lampard because obviously when City are like that it's very, very difficult but it does show you that the gap between them is massive. I feel like a lot of these games this season between, you know, the the so-called top six Mm -hmm. uh, feel like less of an event than they have in Mm. the past. Like Chelsea versus Man City even last season would have been like, okay, this is going to be this is going to be a barn burner. This is going to be great, and it was a really, really good game. Mm. Perhaps I don't know. It's the fatigue of there not being fans and mm. the hype around games not being as big, but it doesn't feel like as much of an event to me. But um, well, that's the whole league. Well, yeah, may, maybe that's it. But you know, like Lampard can't really be criticised for Timo Werner taking a corner and kicking the corner flag instead.
0: Do you know, do you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Like but, this... I, but I think the comments that Pete sort of brought up there that Lampard said is when he started doing it, I remember just thinking to myself, careful. Careful, Frankie, because no player likes that and he seemed to be doing it quite quickly mm. and it seemed to be a little bit unjustified and now he seems to be doing that quite a lot. I mean, to be fair to, to Lampard, I mean, if you look at the sides that, that are above them, they are sides managed by Klopp, Rogers, um, Mourinho, Guardiola, Ancelotti and I will put Rogers in there, an experienced manager. Who, you will repeatedly put him in there. Absolutely. <laughs> he's put himself in there. He's put himself in there. He's, in the he's, part, of, he's part, of the part of the conversation. You can't deny that. Um, <laughs> and obviously, Dean Smith's Aston Villa. Are there, but I mean, they've that's been a surprise and they've been phenomenal this season. You know, mm. one of the most enjoyable sides to watch, you would say, uh, so far in this uh, campaign. So, you know, he is up against some very seasoned operators and, mm. and winners. He is, but he uh, is the of has, Chelsea, isn't Olegana he? Solskjaer is also in there as well. Yeah. But, but, but this is the point I'd like to make, though, is that look at Solskjaer how many times over the last year and a half, and it will continue to go on in their mm. second, you know, with Chelsea. They went. Look at Arsenal now. We'll come on to them in a sec. The feeling has suddenly changed yeah. after three games. Mm. If Chelsea lose their next three games, you would say he was in trouble. It depends on on how generous Abramovich is feeling. You know, they finished fourth last season. They're still in the Champions League. They got the FA Cup final last season. So there's sort of some mm. more positive things. But if he feels like he has lost the dressing room and it's going south, well, Chelsea we know like to kind of switch things Not around. fact to say, he yeah. spent
1: less money and got better results. Who's that? Abramovich. Yes, Yes. maybe, (laughs) maybe.
0: Um, They're spending over well over two hundred million. But but if they if they win the next three games, which is a big if, of course, then suddenly things look a bit rosy. This season is not particularly.
2: No, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because for anyone coming into that job, if let's skip ahead and you know look at an an eventuality where Frank Lampard is given the boot and someone else comes in. I mean that that squad's amazing. Mm -hmm. It looks balanced as well yeah. it's like it's unusual really that that it's kind of misfiring in the way it is perhaps it's one of those things in in this this difficult scenario where we've had a truncated mm-hmm. season or a pre-season rather and I think he, he's repeatedly made the point that Kai Averts had something like five or six days of, of a pre-season with Chelsea and obviously him and Werner not firing is, is surprising mm-hmm. given the quality and the records of both players um and I obviously as you say Marcus is up up to Lampard to get the best out of them but like You just wonder, like, if he can't get those players to click... Is he of the elite level that a team like
0: Chelsea need? Sure.
1: Well, yeah. Kai Havertz is getting on now, isn't he? <laughs> Those I mean, old
0: bones. I mean, Lampard himself—the <laughs> comments he's coming out with, with regards to his position—he's concerned. Mm. You know, he said things like, "I don't know what the board is thinking right now about me." In the same way, I didn't know what they were thinking when they when there was talk about offering me a contract extension <laughs> a month ago. He's,
1: he's definitely harking back to better days. I've yes. right? played here a lot, and you know, I know what the pressure—you mm-hmm. know—the pressure is here at here at Stamford Bridge. So it is like, yeah, but it's re- difficult. Re- for our goals, well,
0: but it is difficult for him, and, and one does feel on a sort of human level. Do you, you see what he yeah. said
1: about uh, about the Middlesbrough match? You see yeah, on, when what he that he said, one? Uh, I, days like this when I lifted had tro- days like this and I lifted a trophy at the end. I lost to Millersbury 3-0 with Voduka and Yakubu up front. Oh, oh. Is, that, is that a dig? Because that sounds I like it, an I absolute see, nightmare to defending it to me. I know, like, uh, if you've Big, got, if strong, powerful footballers like it, Mark Voduka. And yeah, bloody, but if, uh, if, if you've got pace,
0: though, in your back line,
1: just play a high line against those two, you'll be fine. Look, he's, he's, if he's not very careful, he might wake up the Leeds social media team having to go, yeah. wow, well, God. The Gordon. Aussie Yorkshireman. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's very true. Before we move on, I'd just like to say one more thing about the matches. Quite enjoyable to see a goalkeeper pick up a back pass. Yes, yeah. that's the thing he did. <laughs> it's brilliant. Poor old Zek Stefan in goal, Sheriff, USA International. Stefan's in
2: goal. It should be the season for that, and it foul throws, yeah. picking up back Glorious.
0: passes. And we should mention actually Manchester City with a number of first team regulars out and they put in that performance. Mm. Yeah, they did. I know oh, uh, Stefan didn't get a clean sheet uh much to his annoyance I've or I'm Chelsea sure. won the second half which is something to build on that is something to build on you are absolutely right I was a little look at Zach's uh, uh, previous club. he used to play for a team called Pittsburgh Riverhounds
1: nice I like which it which is
0: lovely mm. can I just offer a little bit of advice to Frank Lampard right. go on um, if I was in
2: this situation I would just pretend Mendy is injured put Kepa back in there you go you're not the story anymore <laughs> that, anything yeah.
0: that goes wrong that not is, your fault that is a good point um, you jumped in there Jim I just wanted to say Pittsburgh Riverhounds are owned by Tuffy Schallenberger Tuffy Schallenberger. I have a theory that
2: the hero in America... The of the Hudson. <laughs> can you... If you're an American child, do get in touch. Do you get to like three years old and do your parents sit you down and go, right, if you want you can you choose, choose a new choose name. name. You can even yeah. stick with the name you've got now or you choose a new one. It's very From random. From now on, I shall be Tuffy Schallenberger. <laughs> you're
0: absolutely sure about that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tuffy <toughie> guy, eh? <laughs> oh, very enjoyable. Right, yeah. uh, let's move on to Arsenal against West Brom. Um... Well, oh, well, big rom, Jim Campbell. Oh, it was Jim Campbell! Nice it was a 4 0 win for, for Arsenal shalacking, <laughs> and it was against Sam Allardyce, and it was in the <laughs> snow. And it was brilliant. What more did you want for a game? Another goal. <laughs> I'd trade it all for a 5-0 win. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. second goal... I mean, Tini's goal was great, of course, yeah. with his weaker foot as well. That um, second goal was a thing of beauty. It was great. It was it was like watching
2: like like one of Wenger's sides. It like, was like that Jack Wilshere goal, remember, with the intricate... I was there for that game. Yeah. It, it was beautiful, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, was, it was such a... Uh, such a relief to be, to see <laughs> arsenal play like that and to see them win convincingly as well um because obviously three wins in a row it tells a very different story from mm. what we were talking about before i am still i'm still going to be very interested to see what happens to this arsenal team when they next concede first because mm-hmm. i think that's more right. of a challenge because obviously this west brom team they are struggling and clearly whatever whatever they're doing on the training ground it hasn't settled yet I have mm. absolutely no doubt that they're not going to keep losing games like yeah. by four and five that, I mean the point it's against Liverpool
0: seems exactly, odd it wins, really it?
2: does yeah but th- that's the blueprint isn't yeah. it and evidently it's not it's not working for them I think they just sat off Arsenal too much mm-hmm. weirdly despite the cliches about you know you know, wet, windy, snowy nights mm-hmm. north of Watford. <laughs> Arsenal seemed more comfortable in the conditions. And yeah, I yeah indeed. Um,
1: Is that I, a goal? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ! How many goals you want? At it would have been a bloody
1: good finish into the corner. Yeah. Send what, the, it back where it was. Was in the <laughs> own, go- in if the own it was, goal. It would have been an own goal. Yeah, <laughs> like a training drill. Poor, oh, goal. <laughs> I did like
2: that the, because obviously the, the ground staff only had fifteen minutes to clear the pitch. They right. just did the boxes in the centre yeah, circle yeah, yeah. Or, or the lines, yes. and it gave the pitch
0: a sort of Mario Kart feel did do you know what I mean right, Where it, different yeah. areas are d- uh, different yeah. kind of textures oh, I should say so uh, yeah I mean obviously in that third goal um, Smith Rowe nearly scored mm. uh, he, he piled it into one of the defenders so maybe an assist I don't know um, but did you see uh, Mesut Ursel saying on uh, Twitter team looks good with the number 10 like Emil Smith Rowe the difference maker yeah was he was trained. it actually him though I think yeah. people
2: keep getting tricked by fake Mesut Erder is that right, right oh, okay I haven't checked. It could well Probably be. Probably was him. Yeah. Was yeah,
1: very yeah. Shippy. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Um, one question I have, though, and I'm questioning the Premier League here
1: where was the orange ball? Yeah, I wonder. Oh, we had that. a yellow one. I mean, that's all right, isn't it? I yeah, I'd uh, what I'd, I, I know it
0: essentially serves the same purpose, yeah,
1: but, but the I'm with Marcus Arsenal on this. kit had a tinge, didn't what it? So Pete? you do you want to get. If you've got a VAR decision or a rather a, a goal line uh, decision, um, I guess the automatic cameras have to work with contrast mm. and they don't want to be. Messing about with a ball that's a similar colour to the shirt, maybe. I see what you mean. What if, though, that people? What if some of the players did lots of wheeze on the pitch and the snow went yellow? True. Yellow well, ball's look, not going. Okay. If if one of the defenders whips out his wanger and starts pissing in the goal, yeah. yes, I, I, I think the, I think the goal like <laughs> technology may be confused uh, while the screaming maniac of a <laughs> player's dragged off the pitch, hmm. <laughs> pissing everywhere. Yeah. Pete, hey,
2: you sent a, a, a WhatsApp. Sent a video to Jim, our is this. One group. Is... Yeah, <laughs> it's about a man being arrested, but like ver- oh, vertically weeing out of his God. trousers somehow. Maybe it's, the players could all start doing that
1: to man, confuse. We were talking about. We'll get on to why we we're talking about the thing in, in, later in the show. But we were talking about a man wearing jeans with his willy tucked over the like tucked uh-huh. over the, the the waistband of the, the jeans. Yeah. And a man in, in in London, I think, was getting arrested, mm-hmm. uh, and he was drunk or on drugs or something. He was having a lovely time, <laughs> um, but he That's was a lovely time but he was uh, he was <laughs> arms behind his back uh manacled uh, he, had, he had the old uh, he had the old manacles on and uh, he was telling everyone that he was going to uh that he was gonna, his family was going to get him yeah really? while well, all the while pissing com- vertically into yeah. his own chest uh, seemingly Unaware, unaware of it he like, was clearly he'd done it before mm.
2: because he was so good at it
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> he had his shirt off so yeah. he knew where was the it? piss was going was where it, is it is the it?
0: guy was it the Australian guy get your hands off my penis Yeah, it's yeah. his latest get stunt get your yeah. hands
1: off my penis
2: <laughs> Anyway, we're going down a penisly anyway, rabbit hole let's now. Let's get it. away from people doing things like well,
1: that. Well, apparently, Evan Smith-Raw is the reason why um, Arsenal aren't going to be going in for Pisco this, summer. <laughs> this, this,
0: <laughs> this January. Oh, <laughs> the Piscates are open, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, Sam Allardyce. Uh, he was, oh, yeah, uh, let's not forget him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said it would kill me to be relegated and lose his record of never having been relegated. Apart from that time that he was. <laughs> in the Premier League. Um, yes, he was also uh, moaning about Brexit. Because the rules have changed and it's foiled three of his potential transfers.
1: Well, look, if you're that kind of team that are looking to sign bargain basement players, yeah. are, it is difficult. Fit outside, yeah. Players like Timo Pukki wouldn't have got a place in 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 the Premier League. He wouldn't got his, his work permit? Would he not? Being nasa- an international because his national no. team are outside the 50, 50. Oh, of course. And Bronby yes, yes. aren't it, aren't in a top flight yeah, league, yeah, so yeah. it would make it very difficult These, for players like that to the, come through. Yeah, it's early signs. I mean, to day... sign an, to, to sign a non-international Indeed. from outside Indeed. the the, yeah, the, it's the really league. is really, really difficult. The it is yeah. like, it's I mean, really difficult. I think
2: there will be networks in place eventually where players mm-hmm. can go and play a, a short period in another league somewhere but mm-hmm. they're yet to be established aren't mm-hmm. they because we're for a few days into the year. But yeah, it is going to be difficult for them and I'm really interested in what happens next to West Brom because part of the reason that Slaven Bilic clashed with the, the owners was that mm-hmm. um, he wasn't given funds. Yep. Mm. Presumably, Big Sam will have taken that job mm. with the promise that there'll be funds for him to bring in players that suit the style that he wants to play. Yeah, but and
0: I, I agree with you, Jim, but you know what it's like. They're thinking, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 just come in and we'll sort it out and he'll go, we'll make sure and I'll come in. And mm. they're just thinking if he comes in, we've got a we've got a much better chance of staying up and yeah. we'll work it out as yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is, he's one of the favourites to be the next manager's act yeah. already. I, I'd,
2: I'd be surprised if they pulled a the trigger that early. A lot of people are saying that. But also, like it's funny the narrative around him Because I think it's actually, in a sense, a little bit unfair on him at the moment because before the game, a lot of people were saying, oh, how are Arsenal going to do against this sort of tough physical team? It's like... You're only saying that because yeah. he's their manager. Yeah. Like, yeah. No one would have described West Brom like that before, mm. you know, when when Bilic was there, because they weren't playing in that style, and they're not really playing in that style now. It's just this mm. perception of validity. It's, it's, it's going
1: to take a little bit of time, but you would say that uh, in the situation that West Brom are in at the moment, a um, uh, big Sam in the dugout will improve them. Of course, he will. Yeah. I, would say,
0: I, I did mention before. Um, I wonder when he's going to try and sign Andy Carroll. <laughs> and now Andy Carroll scoring, Peter. Hello, oi, oi. little
1: Benton Teke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a finish was, I love that it was through a sea of players but look
0: great like, goal oh, I man. love the way he trotted off as if uh, just another one to the yeah. tally I'm annoyed, the I'm annoyed you don't get a
2: point for that <laughs> I think there should be like a set of things. You know how on Untitled Goose Game, there's a there's a group of secret like oh, things yeah, you can unlock. Things, yeah, yeah. The Premier League should and, have yeah. some of those. Yeah. Exactly. Andy yeah. Carroll yeah. scoring a goal should be point to Newcastle <laughs> or whatever team he plays for. He's,
1: he's been so close to scoring some very decent goals since he returned to. He's the been Premier so league close to scoring some. I know, decent I know goals everyone takes a piss out of decent. us for that, but I, I enjoy <laughs> the chaos that a healthy. Uh, oh, of course, fits Andy Carroll, the one yeah. game of mm. the season that you get where he's fit. There you go. Uh, that you get from Andy Carroll. Be that them. on a football pitcher in a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> I told you though, he, I, I, I told you they had to close all the nightclubs. That's, that's, that's so why we got that good I told you. I, I told you.
0: Outrageous. but um, Yeah, I, talking of the chaos factor, I, lo- I, I love uh, what both managers said, Brenda Rogers says, Andy comes into the game and he's a threat. They get the goal and then it becomes a war in the last 10 yeah. minutes. <laughs> Come on. He, He's almost rubbing his hands with glee at the idea oh, of he it. Was. He sounds like us, he sounds like yeah. a fan. Well, Steve Bruce said, Andy certainly brought us to life and we went a bit more direct into him. He? He's
1: given me food for thought. I say this with love. Steve Bruce is full of the most amount of shit you have ever... This season, <laughs> he has ramped his bullshit up Something chronic. The man's ill. By
0: the way, if, if people think the Premier League is the best league in the in the world, okay. Steve Bruce should not be in it. Newcastle United have got nineteen points from uh, just, and, and and just and lurching. Newcastle United after, lurching after, over the line after sixteen games have nineteen points, which is eight points above the relegation zone, and they have not tried to earn any of those points. Uh, just, just oh, no. they're not. I don't know what they are. Absolute dog pops. Everyone's. <laughs> The narrative around them now
2: is that they're too reliant on Callum Wilson's goals, which is better from
0: last <laughs> year exactly. It was like, they don't score any goals. Jim, now they're reliant on Andy Carroll's goals. <laughs> That's how it's changed. <laughs> That's the narrative. Yeah. I've I, Look,
1: yeah. Oh, it's mean, just uh, when ASM gets back uh, Yeah. For his long COVID, I everything's going to change. You didn't use him properly when, when, when he was fit, so... Dick. Peter. Oh, I'm just, I am just can't be asking. Peter, I've
0: got better news for Hello. you, though. Is a, a brand new Ramble Meets out today? Oh, hello. And if that's not exciting enough, we welcome a new face to the Ramble fold as well. Mark Bloody Poo Gatch. Wow. Yes, that guy, the gets- guy on the telly. Uh, he sits down with the one and only Stuart Pearce. They talk about Pearce's relationship with Clough and Robson and his days, uh, his England days, including Euro '96, of course. Uh, and <laughs> there is the most incredible story of how Brian Clough tapped up Stuart Pearce midway through a game for Coventry City against Forest. It's well <laughs> worth a listen, <to> everybody. <laughs> so head over to Football Ramble, uh, Football Ramble presents, and hit subscribe while you're there. Right, let's have a quick break. I'm Martin Keown and you're listening to Football Ramble. Uh, yeah, maybe just one small bit of the football ramble. That'd be Hi. Right. I'm Martin Keown and you're listening to The Football Ramble. I'm Martin Keown. Keown. Thanks Martin. Welcome back Mm. to the Football Ramble everybody. Right, Betway 4 to score update. Let's see how we got on in Betway's 4 to score this weekend. Entry to Betway's 4 to score is free each week. Pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply. Game 1, Brighton versus Wolves on Saturday. I picked Ruben Nevge. It was of course Aaron Connolly. Nevs did score a penalty but it wasn't the first goal of the game. Game 2, West Brom versus Arsenal. Jim, you picked Pierre-Emerick bummyang Of course, it was Kieran Tierney. Mm. Uh, game three, Burnley versus Fulham. Luke picked no goal scorer. I mean, in one sense, he was correct, but of course, there was no game, so it doesn't count. Mm. And game four, Newcastle versus uh, Leicester. Jules picked Jamie Vardy. It was, of course, James Madison. We'll be back with another round of Betway's Four to Score on the preview show this week. Right, let's hit this button.
1: Jesse!
2: Charlie Sammons has been in touch and he says the name that haunts me isn't obscure in the slightest <laughs> but rather it's odd delivery. Um, so this is obviously talking about footballers names that haunt you for some slash no reason. You started this <laughs> one. I did start this. I didn't I, I was haunted by uh, Johan Bash's name in in the night and that's how this started. <laughs> in the night. I was. Uh, so Charlie goes on my brother and I played FIFA wrote to World Cup 98 until the symbols on our controllers wore off. We also took it in turns to play as England which meant that meant our old mate waistcoat Gareth Southgate was on the pitch for every single game I don't know if this was common but our game had a glitch that meant that every time he got the ball or took a throw in or whatever the commentator would say or shout Gareth Southgate Southgate with about oh a 2 no. or 3 second pause in the middle. I hear the wooden glitchy commentary every time I hear the name delivered which as you can imagine is all the fucking time.
0: <laughs> that would a, haunt me as well. Yeah, but at least though if it, I understand it's not the name or the man per se it's it's obviously that glitch in the commentary but it would remind you of Gareth Southgate regularly. Worst mm. things to be reminded of. Yeah, absolutely. I remember in FIFA 2004
2: um, or whatever you know, number it was, Where it would have been, it was years, isn't it? So it's two thousand and four. They didn't have Edu's name. They didn't animate Edu properly, mm-hmm. and they didn't have his name. So there would just be a pause, and it would say Gaspar, and it just it just <laughs> felt like. I mean, Ed- Edu wasn't nobody. That felt no. like a disrespect on him, on the man's <laughs> name, or not even his name. Yeah, true
1: enough. Road to Alcott was a, a great title because it was released in Japan under the um, company Electronic Arts Victor. One of the few titles that did get released out in Japan for uh, under that under that title, Mm. but Victor was JVC and I think uh, uh, Kenwood. They got together and Mm. they got together. They got together and produced. And they had a baby with Electronic Arts, Uh and they made Electronic Arts Victor. You you see, odd. Uh Almost five
0: years. Almost. Almost makes sense. sense. Almost (laughs) sense. (laughs)
1: Jamie Everton's
2: been in touch. (laughs) <laughs> uh, following on from our chat about double headers oh, yes. uh, Jamie says I have a little double header story from my Sunday league playing days that always makes me smile when I get reminded of it towards the end of the first game slash half we had our striker sent off for one of those footballers headbutts where all they do is touch heads mm. second half starts and our striker lines up for game two then it all kicks off with the managers in discussion about how to play this the opposition refused to mm. play with our striker playing or against 11 men we say we should have at least 11 for game two mm. this carries on for 10 minutes and the referee eventually has enough and calls the game off. <laughs> <laughs> the player sent off was also the manager's son oh. so undoubtedly if anyone else was red carded, we probably would have played on with another man or ten men we then had to have another double header a few weeks later
0: ah. oh dear oh. me Annoying. so I, I, I agree that you should have eleven men for the next yeah, game it's oh, yeah it's a different game It's absolutely yeah. outrageous unless they had the bare eleven which he doesn't specify right. and they say well he would be banned for this game
1: yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think That, that would that be the be, only yeah. thing. Yeah. I kind of agree and now now on Marcus's side. Marcus's a second opinion. Yeah. I agree with. <laughs> yeah, get them all in there. All well, in there
0: we are. Well, thank you very much for your emails every a one. Right, uh, gentlemen, back to the Premier League. Spurs beat Leeds and Sun scored again. It yeah. was Harry Kane with the assist. Of course it was. Etc. 100 goals for Sun in 253 games for Tottenham Hotspur. Impressive. <sighs> yeah.
2: Darren Fletcher said uh, he deserves that well yeah I mean, he scored
1: 100 goals that should very much one of the, be one of the stats everyone. where you're just like yeah 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 that, that sounds about right
0: yeah yeah, yeah cool well Sun and Kane equal Alan Shearer and Chris Sutton's record which is 13 goals for uh, goal assist yeah for goal and assist combos which dates back to 95 which is 9590s. amazing
1: which the is, SAK the, the sack yeah the ball sack because yeah. they do a, use a ball, don't they? They, they? I suppose do. they do put it into the ball sack as they well. Do. <laughs> why do we yeah. not call a goal a the ball, ball sack? sack. Yeah, <laughs> the big, the big netty ball sack. The ball net.
0: Yeah, no, I
1: know what you mean. The porous ball sack. Yeah, because it's a
0: net, not a sack. That's why. Uh, That's a simple a... explanation. What would you put? let <laughs> some you joy put in an into your onion? heart, Speller. Hold <laughs> I, I,
1: I had to say that because people would 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 comment. What would you put your onions in? An onion sack. No, doesn't matter what's made of, is it? It's still a sack. Don't the they shots. call? Oh, they they do call the goal the onion bag. Onion don't bag, they? Yeah, 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 exactly.
0: So why not the ball sack? Yeah, ball sack. Mm, all right, fine. Ball sack it is. Yeah. So yeah, he shoved the ball into the ball sack where it presumably belongs. Although goalkeepers might have a problem with that. Um, yeah, I. It was. Uh, it, this was a good Spurs win, wasn't it? This was yeah. Leeds United. You know, not not defending brilliantly,
1: uh, and it showed their, their, their shortcomings a little bit. With the caveat that their back line is. Kind of patched up and made up from like people who don't normally play there. Yes. Um, they look really disorganized at the back, and that's not what you expect from, so it
2: from I think it's, it's. Is it disorganization, or are they just so sort of committed to playing out from the back in, in however much pressure mm. they're under? Yeah. And also being kind of accepting of some mistakes happening if it's part of how they get the kind of fluidity of the rest of their play together. That if, they
1: are just vulnerable if, to this If Leeds time. don't finish their chances, they if, I frequently find themselves in trouble, I find. Yeah. It. They don't seem to care if they lose 1-0 or 5-0 <laughs> <laughs> to their yeah. immense credit. Oh,
0: I mean, they've been one of the most enjoyable sides the Premier League. This, this, this season. Yeah, I mean, they, they sit 12th, they have 23 points, which is only three points behind... Uh, uh, Chelsea, of course, and uh, Aston Villa or Villa have games in hand, so you know you compare them to one or two of the sides around them. Uh, very, very good. Tottenham, though, back in fourth, um, twenty nine points. Again, you just they odd win here, and they suddenly think, oh, they're probably no, oh, they're back. It's, it's very, very difficult to uh, to judge what on earth is is going on. Um, of course, there was uh, some Spurs players who were, you know, going to be in trouble um, because they they breached COVID rules. By the looks of it, that's what's been alleged. Right. Um, certainly, the photographic evidence is is, is quite strong. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> um, but M- Mourinho commenting on, on Sergio Reguilon's breach, I gave him an amazing gift, a Portuguese piglet, which is amazing. I gave him because I was told he would be spending Christmas on his own. He was not alone, as you can see. Oh,
2: God, imagine... Not alone. Imagine that. Imagine, <laughs> what's imagine the, the fear in your heart when Jose Mourinho false? has given you a gift and you've thrown it back in his face. Do you, what's,
1: don't even go back. Are we ignoring don't the Don't even the go whole, back to the training ground. The piglet. Yeah, I was about to say, like, do you not remember this story? Yeah, I, yeah but, like, what, what, why? I, what do you mean? Like, do I Hang on, story? A you
0: sent Luke some beef.
1: <laughs> I did, did send Luke yeah. some well, beef. a similar gift.
2: There's no mind games Yeah, but do you eat pig, it? it Is it a
1: pet? What's going on? Oh no, it was dead. He didn't pet. send it. A... <laughs> I thought he was you alive. I remembered this. I thought he was alive. Why you remembered that I remembered that live Jose Mourinho's giving everyone pet pig. And the way this- he's not he was not alone, as you can see. Did yeah, you think, think he meant so he was with the pig? Is that what he's saying? He wasn't alone because I sent him the pig. I ju- yeah, I, ju- <laughs> I thought he might have been like a, I don't know, just entertain him over the Christmas period. What were you entertaining? A big, a big bloody pig, on got your this doorstep. vaudeville
2: pig to keep you happy <laughs> when well,
1: <aren't> you're lonely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Does he even have a garden? Exactly. Yeah, he's got a garden. Let's uh, be honest. Well, you never he's know. definitely got a garden, isn't he? Could be in a in a in a townhouse Jim, mm. without a garden. Yeah, well, possibly. I doubt <laughs> it. I don't know where he lives, but he's got a Portuguese piglet by the sounds of things. Yeah, which I tell you what, I bet it tastes delicious.
1: Mm. I, imagine if it's alive. It's not alive. Oh, it's not alive.
2: <laughs> yeah, I bet it doesn't taste so good now. I bet it just tastes like fear. Yeah,
1: <laughs> oh, I'm in so much
2: trouble. I was. Imagine you're you're in Jose Mourinho's good book so much that he's buying you food. Yeah, yeah. and that, and you and you get in that situation (laughs) there's another thing that really made me laugh in the game was when Tango and and Dombele was uh, subbed off Uh he went straight into the dressing room and um, the commentary team said um, apparently Mourinho said if it's cold players can go straight to the dressing room when they're subbed off if they want it's like Tango that is a trap (laughs) (laughs) that is a test and you have failed it yeah Yeah, absolutely right the test will be about something that's not what it seems like it's about but Mm. it is a test and you have failed that absolutely right you will be
0: out of the team for three weeks Um, and you will have no explanation (laughs) I mean I'm sorry like if you if the team you know after the game they all come in the, into the dressing room and you're sat there already showered and changed that's not a good look no, no. You, you, you're you going home early are you yeah exactly oh my goodness yeah you're you get, right you Jim. use
1: everyone else's shower gel though he's is- got the pick of them and, and after Christmas everyone's going to have new links Africa's yeah uh-huh. um. that's true um, he will never play for Spurs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's definitely what's going to happen. Um, at the moment, uh, Harry Kane is entering co- uh, contract negotiations with oh. Tottenham Hotspur. Wants to stay if they're going to be competitive. He wants to win trophies because you think about it. 20 so... grand
1: basic, please. Exactly. <laughs>
0: uh, and with Mourinho there, the way he's got them playing, he might think to himself, oh,
1: yeah, a it's a, it's, a,
2: it's an interesting one for Kane, isn't it? Because they've never look more likely to, to go and win something. Uh, but also, it's like, if he is going to move now is the perfect age to be doing that somewhere Mm. else so it's really They've, they've just got to convince him that they can win stuff. But I think they've never been in a better position to do that.
0: No, I agree. You'd be surprised if he would move, given all those sort of circumstances mm. and sort of pandemic and all that sort of stuff. But of course, as well, you know, if he was to move, you would think that he, not that it would be a huge consideration of him or his agent, who I can't think of who his agent is, but, you know, if, if he signs a contract, then if he was to move, Spurs would at least get a fee and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah, true. bloody, blah, blah, blah. And you see, his, uh, his wife gave birth to a baby boy New Year's Eve. Mm.
1: Oh. Which was nice, wasn't it? What a way to uh, bring in the New Year well done yes. canes yeah well, canes. Done, well
0: done uh, the 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 canes um speaking of f- footballers with sons <laughs> <laughs> speaking of football teams with sons <laughs> that's very true yeah, very good all boxes ticked did you see what uh, our dear friend cristiano ronaldo oh God. was uh, saying last week about his son he's irritated that his son drinks coca-cola very right. I mean, who is yeah. stocking your house? Yeah,
1: just just he in. has access to it. Yeah, well, yeah. he
0: says, sometimes he drinks Coke and eats crisps and it irritates me. He knows that. <laughs> he knows it and he still does it. Uh, isn't his son 10 years old? Um, yeah. Sometimes I tell my son to take a dip in cold water to recover after a run on the treadmill. And he says, Dad, it's so cold in there. That's fine. He's only 10. Why is a 10-year-old on a treadmill? And why are you dipping <laughs> yeah. him into icy I cold see. water? This, this isn't even the worst
2: bit, is it? <laughs> Go on. Yeah, I mean, he also because he's playing at the academy um, at Juventus, and yeah. um, Cristiano Ronaldo said, "I won't pressure him to become a footballer, but I would like it. The most important thing is to become the best in his field, whether it's football or medicine. Just the two. Just love your no, son. Uh, yeah.
1: Is it, uh, did you Just, see that guy over the weekend? Bean Dad. No. I.
2: It was one of those things where I saw it was trending on Twitter, but I couldn't. Yeah. Uh,
1: all of the comments were
2: about it rather
1: than yes. what it actually exactly. was. So uh, yeah, I never yeah. got to, so the I had to do some. Of it. Digging That's the modern as well. world, Jim. Mm. <laughs> So this absolute mega cheb on Twitter was he's uh, a dad and he was lambasting his nine year old daughter for not knowing how to open a can of beans mm. right. um, despite never having taught her how to open a can of beans with a can opener um, so he spent the next six hours with her forcing her to figure out how to open this can of beans instead of feeding his child Yeah. Um, the worst thing is the reason why he wouldn't make her any food in the first place was that he was doing a jigsaw <laughs> 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 and, and, and that's kind of lost in what everyone God, oh this guy's a fucking dirt man he's just yeah. and, and, and it's indicative of a wider problem we are governed by these mm-hmm. bean dads who think we should be self-reliant and yeah. all, but without having she the access to, to the, the tools mm. that we have We, you know we're, we're underfunded underpaid uh, blah 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 Um, and, 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 and kind of everyone's kind of ignored the fact that he was doing a jigsaw <laughs> <laughs> fucking kid. So having a fucking she
0: couldn't open a can of, beans. Well, of, course of he, beans he's opened a can of worms he has opened he a he can has, of worms he really has, yeah. has. inadvertently it,
2: um, Sorry, can we just stay on Cristiano Ronaldo? Because I said course. a little while ago that I'm frightened of him mm. uh, increasingly. And this just adds to that. Mm. But we're lucky. That that comment about, you know, the most important thing is to be the best in in, in his field. We're lucky that he's into football and not like... Right-wing insurrection. <laughs> he would be the death, would and perhaps maybe the death of all of
0: us. Does.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't like he to looks, back that comment. He looks like the sort of image you would see on a on a right-wing kind of four chan board, though, innit? Like as the, the, the perfect, perfect yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Abs till Tuesday. Absolutely. does he, he? does does sort of thousands of, of
2: abdominal crunches a day, doesn't he? It's,
1: it's mad.
0: <laughs> yeah, but would you not like? Would Messi not be like the antidote or something to the, if he was to maybe. possibly be on the rampage? Possibly. Well, maybe mean, that's why you have to have both. I think so. Well, and and this sort of you know here we are again. You know, The other week, Messi, uh, of course, uh, broke Pele's record for, for goals scored for a single club. Although the, the, uh, the Santos beards are obviously disputing that. Mm. So when Messi breaks a record, what happens straight after that? Ronaldo's got to break a record as well. And not just any record, he's broken one of Pele's records of as well. <laughs> it's tit for tat. He's broken Pele's record of goals scored for club and country. There you go, seven hundred and fifty-eight. He's now one away from Joseph Bischans' uh, all-time record. Now there are some disputes with these with records from goals scored in the past, as we know, but officially, very very soon Ronaldo will be the uh, the greatest goal scorer for club and country of all time, which is of no surprise <laughs> at yeah. all to anybody. Incredible achievement! It right? really is, and, and something that uh, happened when Messi did his his record. <clears throat> Excuse me of what was it, 644 goals, something like that, is Budweiser sent beers to all the goalkeepers Messi had scored against. So if he'd have scored an accumulative total of, say, 15 goals against a, a particular goalkeeper, they got sent 15 bottles of Budweiser. <laughs> How much of a piss take is that? Did, did, was there a little note explaining that? I, I, I hope so. <laughs> it's <just> bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, Jan Oblak was getting sent them and he's going, What? what's all this about? You know, yeah. like, like bouffant and so on. he an absolute man. I mean, it, presumably the idea is like, ah, oh, never mind, have a Budweiser to relax, but it does not come across that way, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, if we can dip back into the Premier League, um, uh, I'd love to mention Crystal Palace beating Sheffield United mm-hmm. because of that a goal. Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely delightful. Um, Ian Holloway, uh, formerly managed him at QPR, said once upon a time about him, he is a flitty-farty footballer. He is the most wonderful floater I have ever seen. <laughs> when I think of the word floater, I think of like a little Penny jobby. Yeah. Oh, right. A okay, little yeah, jobby yeah. sort of bobbing around yeah. in the toilet. Well, fair do's. um But of course, uh, Eze gl- mm. is, is a glider. a is a glider. Is what the word you want to say. Sugar glider. He yeah. is a sugar glider. It was glorious, that goal, wasn't it? <laughs> it was and, brilliant. And the finish, he sort of just stabbed it.
2: But well, he, he took it a bit early, didn't he? Yeah. He took it before you would expect, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful finish. It, it was, was, a, a lovely it was one. interesting that the... you know. Um, one of the, forget who it was when the Sheffield United players after the game said, "Yeah, yeah, we we should have fouled him really." It's like what? I think it was Ollie Norwood, wasn't it? <laughs> should have tackled him. He maybe said, yeah, if you have... if, you're, if you're making up
0: hypotheticals when you get closer to him, like surely just tackle him. Yeah, I, I mean, I tell you what, Sheffield United is an appalling season they're mm. having at the moment, and Chris Wilder has done amazing things with that football club. As we know, you've got to wonder, you know, are they going to stick or twist? I would think that you know this is very different to some other clubs, of course, who find themselves down there. But if they might do a Burnley when they kept Dye, didn't they? Yeah, when I they think they'd relegance. be wise to. Yeah, because so, he's
2: he's done such a good job in getting them there in the first place. And mm-hmm. if you know, if Burnley had had not had faith with Sean Dye, maybe they wouldn't have come back. Mm. Um, and I think while you know it's, it's comparable, but it's, you know last season they were winning games narrowly. This season they they've been losing games narrowly. It's mm-hmm. always you tread a fine line, don't you, when you when you play in a way where you are you are effectively trying to win every game one nil. Yeah. With with your style. No, they're um, losing every game one 0 Exactly. Or well it was like that, but it's like it is sliding now and it mm. is there's a lack of belief there when they go behind, and it's, it's, it's a tough one to maintain. But I'm surprised it's this bad. I think they've mm-hmm. just been really badly affected by the situation, too, yeah. many more than anyone else. Yeah. Newcastle no. next Tuesday.
0: <laughs> if, Probably if, not going to watch if, that. If a, one, game, right? if a game has got nil <laughs> nil written all over it, <laughs> I don't follow like a clean sheet at the moment, my goodness. <laughs> um, before we leave the British Isles, gentlemen, we had an old firm derby. Yes. Mm, old firm derby. Uh, and that was 1 0. And I'll
1: tell you something Alan McGregor was having a lovely time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that man is evergreen, isn't he? What a save he made. It <laughs> was on Ali McCoyst on comms, of course, and they were saying, you know, who, who, who the commentator asked him a really, really unnecessary question was, you know, who do you, you rate higher, Andy Gorham or, or, yeah. or McGregor? And it's kind of like, come on, yeah. come on, both regularly broke sort of Celtic hearts, you know. Mm. But I'd say something we've spoken about Rangers a little bit now and then throughout the, the season and just how well Gerard has them drilled and the amount of clean sheets they've got. And obviously they've got a great lead at the top of the league because Celtic are going for 10 in a row. But this game, how Celtic came off that pitch without even a point... Mm. Is is unbelievable, yeah. you know? Lennon will be furious about that. I mean, this was the first time since 2011 that Rangers haven't had they hadn't registered a shot on target. It's pretty amazing, isn't, isn't that incredible? Because yeah. it was, of course, it was an own goal. Mm. I mean, even even then, when Rangers they didn't have, they never broke Celtic down. Of course, they, they scored fairly soon after. It was that sending off that changed everything.
2: Could it could it be that just ten in a row is impossible in Scotland? And it just like <laughs> some, what is well, the force of nature that makes that
0: so? Well, I, won't I, let it happen. I wouldn't write off Celtic
2: just no, yet even because, that far behind
0: well but I mean they have three games in hand right. I know that that they're not all givens or gimmies but I mean you would expect Celtic to to you know probably win all three uh Rangers against Aberdeen next I just've you've seen Celtic yeah. come back they know what to win how how to win that league I I think obviously Rangers are all be strong favorites now but uh, yeah there's still, still a bit of time but they,
1: they, they put down uh, they, they put Rangers' performance or poor up performance second yeah. half of the season was uh, last season Yes, uh, after they flew I think to Dubai or Qatar or somewhere uh-huh. for, for, for warm weather training Celtic have just gone, have just gone. Rangers stayed so we'll Did see they, how that one pans out if you leave the Glasgow area <laughs> over this period it's it's bad
0: for your yeah. league prospects but uh, but, but a, a handy win for, for Rangers nonetheless even though Celtic were the better side but oh McGregor in goal that save against mm. Lee Griffiths I think it was my goodness! Beautiful. Rolling back the years, right, gentlemen? Uh, of course, we just recently had New Year's Eve. It was a, it was a sort of a dull affair for for everybody because mm-hmm. of the, the current situation. Uh, local reports um, in Brazil suggested that in Neymar's house, that it, that it was. Potentially a little bit more boisterous than perhaps what we all uh, right. experienced. Um, Logo reports had suggested that he was hosting a week long party for 500 people. <laughs> uh, and it was then thought uh, to be just 150, with claims that Neymar had banned mobile phones to keep the party secret and soundproofed an annex of the mansion. Um, Neymar, of course, has denied this. Mm. And he, every time he sort of, there was a picture of him, he seemed to be having a, a COVID test. And, and yeah, there was this. a
1: lot of like a couple of, well, it was the day of New Year's Eve, wasn't mm. it? And he was. Is just getting COVID test of a does and posting it all on Instagram yeah. showing mm-hmm. the very uh, mm-hmm. kind of distanced yes. um, dinner table he's uh-huh. going to be having dinner at and stuff Yeah, then um, it's down to the underground nightclub which he actually has yeah, in his he's house he's got a
2: nightclub <laughs> in his house I mean we've seen we've, you know We've seen the kind of uh, comparable situation from last year because mm-hmm. there was a big news, a lot of big news stories about the New Year's Eve bash that, uh, and it was a bash. that name I had last mm-hmm, year, right. where He just had loads of people around. Obviously, he's got a nightclub in his house. Yeah. Like, the it, tabloid it said it, looks, it was there was a bevy of beauties. It, of course, they did. But yeah. it's um, and you want more of that? Apparently, <laughs> do I? Um, <laughs> and I like, it, it appears that the 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 mansion he owns is actually like a it's like a block of luxury flats almost like right. it, so that that's, that's what it looks to be And I, I just you know a lot of people criticise Neymar for a lot of things about him but I can't help but look at him and just think what a fucking life <laughs> like if I if I was a footballer of that skill I would live like a twee indie version of that i like, yeah pay Bjork whatever you need for New Year's Eve just like <laughs> yeah, we'll go down to the underground club have a brilliant time indeed
0: great yeah well uh, we should say as well that his social media manager Day Crespo Day is his name. Mm. Uh, strongly denied any of the uh, the the nasty rumours surrounding all this. Uh, his house uh,
1: sounds like a level
0: in Hitman though. It's just it so, it underground does, lair, uh,
1: topside, the, the, the final level, <laughs> sort of mansion and stuff. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, will he be back in time for Pochettino's first training session for PSG yeah. I'll tell you something. The way Pochettino likes to play, there's the you know he's not really managed these types of players no. before. Very mm. few managers do, of course. Yeah. Um, and there is, the, I think that there's one or two people have reported that apparently. Neymar, he, he basically plays when he wants to, which is most of the time, but mm. he feels he's a bit tired and, and whatnot. Well, with know, start of play and the demand sometimes he puts on the players and whatnot, it will be very interesting. But for PSG, though, that's a hell of a signing to get the manager in. Mm. Yeah. You know, Spurs fans, I think, you know, we're thinking, oh, will he come back one day? Well, he could do he still. He could still. I think yeah, it's, yeah.
2: A, you know, a lot of people say it's a strange move for Pochettino, but he. But he played there, didn't he? Which, so is, which a... is
0: very in vogue at the moment. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> he knows the club, Jim.
2: Exactly. Exactly. He knows the club. <laughs> and also, I think, you know, the. the the Stick people beat him with mm. is that he's not won trophies, but you know, he's gonna do that there. Yeah, so, well, and I know it's, I know <laughs> it's slightly, a trophy. of course, he is. It's a little bit of a different circumstance, but it's a, it's a habit that you get into. It's a thing you you think that's why he to took the it. job.
0: He's like, No, oh, I haven't won a trophy, right? Yeah, I want to go to PSG, let's, let's <laughs> yeah, get that yeah. done, exactly. even if it's a league cup or whatever. Uh, it's a lovely old job. Uh, so yeah, uh, the amazing stuff. We, we look forward to, to seeing that. Um, right, uh,
1: the story that happened last week over Christmas, we, oh, we
0: haven't had a go at this, just, and we need to. I
1: just, yeah. it was the highlight of my whole Christmas Peter dog Bolivia football match the strongest (laughs) the strongest Uh, two football teams taking to having a match uh, it was Christmas Eve wasn't it uh, yeah Christmas Eve it was was in Bolivia the strongest versus Nacional uh, de Potosi Uh, and yeah a a dog big fluffy bloody dog ran on the pitch with a boot in his mouth which only makes things better had one of the footballers boots in his mouth and just and they, they couldn't get rid of him and he was just rolling around, uh, kind of wanting a, wanting a belly rub. It was just it was just a joyous bit of Christmas Eve football action.
0: Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, I think that it is, uh, we're well aware, ladies and gentlemen, that it happened on Christmas Eve, but my goodness, we just wanted to talk yeah. about oh, it.
1: Man. It was absolutely delightful. D- I- D- just, and and the, the team that um, managed to get the dog off the pitch, yeah. they went on to win the match. So, mm. look, be nice to dogs and exactly. you will win football matches. Cachito C- was C- the yeah. name of the dog. Oh. The dog
2: was later hit by a car. Oh, yeah, uh, but actually, yeah, he was actually hit by a car two days later. But um, Raul Castro, who played for the strongest and was the guy that took him off the pitch, not the heard about president this. of Cuba, no. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and then th- he found out about it and he paid for the fees to treat the dog and has adopted him. Oh. So
0: yeah. Oh. Do you know what? Having, Happy having, ending. I've been to Bolivia and the, and the dogs there, they are fantastic. You know what it's like when, when do- we, we saw this in Ukraine when we yeah, were a lot, we were lot of strays with like stray dogs, they sort of hang out in packs mm. and they're like it's brilliant, they like, sort of go around like gangs but they don't rob people. <laughs> you know, they're like positive gangs. Yeah. And, uh, Can't drive
1: scooters, that's why. That is a big reason. yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> Where did the scooter gangs go in 2020? That was the thing I was the You're most scared You're bringing them back. I'm bringing them back, baby. <laughs> no one's he's stolen my scooter yet. Got, Where are the scooter gangs, he's guys? Got his
0: scooter. All we need Stay is a gang. my iPhone. Mm. Uh, but, the, but, but the dogs in Bolivia, yeah. The, the amount of times I saw packs of dogs on streets mm. and as cars drive past, they run after the cars and try and bite their tyres. Yeah. I don't know why. So it's mad. It's superb. I love it. A, yeah. f- a
2: friend of mine has has absolutely nailed the pandemic and has moved to Mexico within it. And uh, apparently there's a a pack of loud dogs down his road and he he overheard his neighbours talking about it. And um, his neighbour was saying, oh yeah, there's this pack of dogs keeping me up at night. And uh, the woman he was talking to said, well, why do you listen to them? (laughs)
0: they don't give me a choice lateral thinking my goodness well ladies and gentlemen we thank you for listening to this podcast called the Football Ramble it's been an absolute pleasure having you on board on tomorrow's show Pete, Jim and Andy will be back in your ears until then thank you very much Jim Campbell you're welcome thank you Pete Donaldson thank you ladies and gentlemen see you soon